is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Masterful Podcast. It is episode 15, baby. What episode is it, Chris? It is episode 15. and we Are will, you sure? I am positive. I am positive. And we will, we will definitely get into that here in just a second. But first, before, before you just lay into me and complain your little head off there, Travis, uh, how are you doing, brother? I'm doing all right, man. I'm doing all right. It's a crummy day up here in New Jersey. Crummy. It's it's one of those like it's not really raining, but it's wet, and it's like 52 degrees or something like that outside. Like, now here's here's the weird part because it's literally the same here in Texas. Yeah. But we're not. Yeah. It's like we're we're having like the same weather, but not in the same location. Um, yeah. Not even in the same time zone. I know. It's it's weird, dude. It's one of those crummy days here too, and like we just keep getting. The past couple days, we've gotten a cold front like every other day, and yep. it just like the, the temperature will push up just a little bit, and it's back down. I'm like yeah, almost I, at the point where I have to turn on the heat. I, yeah, oh my god, no, car, my sisters and I have made a pact with each other that we are not turning the heat on until at least November. Oh, okay. Because October is still like classified as a warm month. That's fair. Right? But November is definitely a cold month. If yes. it snows in November, nobody cares. If it snows in October, everybody's like, "Whoa, it snowed really early this year." Yeah, so, yeah. So we have a no heat until at least November rule. Plus, I don't want to pay for oil. So. That's fair. Now, how yeah. how cold is it getting up there though? So last night it was forty two degrees overnight. Okay, that's pushing it, man. That's pretty cold. That's pretty cold. And myself, being the idiot that I am, had every window in the house open because it was like seventy that day. So I'm in bed oh. under like two blankets, just shivering and i'm usually an oven right like i'm usually pretty warm when i sleep and it was it was it was bad last night it um so friday i think it was friday the high for friday down here was uh like 70 degrees 68 degrees something like that and that was the temperature at 5 a.m that day and it just steadily went downhill across the entire day so by the end of the day it got down to like 45 that night and then, like, Saturday, we woke up. It was freezing. Oh, my God. It was freezing in the house. But I haven't turned on the heat yet. I, I'm, like, I'm kind of the same way. But I also have to keep in mind that I have a pregnant wife that's also in the house. And if she gets really – she gets very cold easily, like, regardless. And now that we're talking, like, pregnancy and probably lower tolerance for stuff like this, I, I think I'm going to have to turn on the heat tonight, to be honest with you. Like, it's 63 right now. It's going to dip down into the low 50s tonight. And it's going to start raining for the next three days. Now, so. now, here's here's a question for you. Okay, are you guys like a heated blanket? Do you have a special kind of blanket you like? Or is it a fleece? Do you just use the comforter? Is it quilts? Like, what is the implement of warmth in the Davis household? So there's there's a couple things. So we actually we've got one of those like decorative you know like little ladders out in the living room right now that's got like yep. three or four blankets stacked on it and there's one quilted and i think there's like three fleece we've taken one of the fleece blankets down and actually the dogs are using it right now because they're they're tiny and they're cold and all that stuff yep. um luke especially because he's all skin and bone and muscle and all of like 22 pounds or whatever he is um in uh in our bed we actually uh we haven't done it yet but probably tonight we'll put them on there is we actually have weighted blankets Oh. And I, I will swear up and down to weighted blankets. They are so comfortable. I don't know if you use one or if anybody else out there who's listening uses one, but um, I love the weighted blanket because, like, I, I hate the feeling of like being restricted when I'm sleeping, like, I, like, because I move my legs around and stuff like that at night. But like, 
I sleep so much better under a weighted blanket because it heats up. It retains the heat. Um, you don't like shuffle around as much and you just, I don't know, man, you just sleep super well. I love yeah, it. So I, I also have a weighted blanket. I have a 25 pound weighted blanket nice. and that thing is awesome. Mm -hmm. I need to get like, what do they call it? Like a duvet cover, a duvet, co like whatever it is. I think the T is silent. I'm, the I'm, not, silent. I'm not French or whatever language <laughs> duvet is, but I, I think the T is silent. Not, I am not sophisticated enough for stuff like that. Okay. <laughs> I, I just, times that I, I need a woman in my life because I'm just sleeping with like the beanbag blanket over me and it's really warm and I really like it, but I, I could have used it last night. I have it on my couch right now. Yeah. But, yeah. Ours, ours are in our closet and I think it, it, it's funny because you kind of play, it's like you're playing chicken with the weather, right? Like you're sitting there looking at the temperature and you're like, okay, hold on. It's going to be down to 50. Should we get it out tonight or should we wait one more night? Oh, what if we get it out tonight and then we have to set it up and then, okay, well, let's just wait one more night. Let's see how we feel tonight after we sleep. Let's see how cold it is. And then you wake up and you're like, shit, I should have gotten the weighted blanket last night. <laughs> see, here's the thing is you're always going to have to step up and make that choice. And I'll tell you why, because it doesn't matter how warm you necessarily are. If Kim's cold, she's stealing your heat. Okay. Oh, 100%. So she, she's she's going to slide right over there and be like, oh, baby, I just want to cuddle. No, that's not love. That is desperation for the warmth that's coming from your side of the bed. Okay. And she's just slowly absorbing it. That's just that's slowly. thermodynamic theft right there. Yeah, that's this exactly is what it is. So if you predict that she is going to be cold that night, I would always advise you to get the extra blanket or get the weighted blanket, whatever it is. Because she don't care. She's going to be warm either way. It's like that Dane Cook skit where where it's like the husband and the wife and the and the, the, the wife's like, should I should I bring my jacket to the movie theater? The husband's like, I don't know. I, I, I don't care. Do whatever you want. She's like, well, sometimes I get cold in the movie theater. It's like, bring so, bring, so bring your jacket. <laughs> so just get the weighted blanket on the bed, Kim. Jesus. <laughs> well, see, and that's why I'm putting it on you because even if the weighted blanket isn't on the bed, she's going to steal your warmth and she's going to be fine and you're going to be the cold one. So you need to prepare. All right. All right. Tonight, okay? tonight, I, I put my foot down in front of everybody, even though everyone's listening to this four days later. Tonight, I'm putting my foot down and the weighted blanket is going on the bed and I'll probably still end up turning on the heat. So anyways, um, <laughs> that's where we are right now. Um I, I want to say one little thing here uh, because, you know, we've started doing a lot of the clips again uh, and we've started, you know, kind of mixing some things up with all the clips from like last week's episode with Prado and, and the episode before that with Carla and everything. Um, you know, we've actually, if, if anybody out there has noticed, um, we've actually sort of switched, not switched roles, but like spread out who's doing what. So Travis has been the I'm one. I'm not doing nothing anymore. That's what he's trying to say. So Travis is the one who has been posting the clips to Twitter, posting the clips to Facebook. And, and it, it's super nice. I just want to say super nice. It helps me out because it's a little bit less that I have to do and I have to think about. I can just concentrate on doing the editing, making sure that everything sounds okay, making sure that it flows the right way, all that sort of stuff. So we um, last week's episode was episode 14, and and I, I knew that in my head. I knew that it was episode 14, and I got the recording done. I got the clips done. I got everything laid out. I, I uploaded it all to the Google Drive, and I said, Travis, everything's good to go. Post away. So 
So I'm, I'm going to take, take over the story from here. So I go into the Google Drive, right? We have our own Gmail account. Log into that. There, there's all the clips, right? Clip number one, clip number two, clip number three. And how they're labeled is 15-1, So it says episode 15, clip one. Episode 15, clip two. Well, it was episode 14. So all of our Twitter followers out there, not that, you know, anybody really called us out on it, except for Carla. Except for Carla, of all Carla, people. Carla, the overachiever, okay? Yeah, gold stars or whatever for Carla, okay? So with it, it, I've uploaded all the episodes in, like, a little description or, you know, whatever. Episode 15 drops on Thursday. Episode 15 drops tomorrow. Well, we're recording episode 15 right now. And I blame Chris for my mistake. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I mislabeled everything. It was Travis's first time. You know what? I, you know, I'll, I'll take responsibility for that. Because it was your first time to be doing everything. Your first time to be going into the folder, downloading the files, scheduling the tweets, putting out the Facebook posts, all that sort of stuff. And you know what? I led you astray. I should have known better for your first time. But you know what? You should have been a little more observant. That's, that's the only yeah. thing I'll say. I'll take the blame. You know what? I should have known better than to trust you. Okay. Wow. Okay. So, um, yeah. so w w by the time everybody's listening to this episode, we will, um, I will have sent all of the raw files to Travis and asked him to edit everything. So if, if the sound <laughs> just you know mysteriously what? cuts off after this, you guys will understand why. <laughs> and you know what? I'm just going to upload it raw and see what happens. Oh, any God. mistakes, any bad words, any whatever that we usually try to take out a little bit. Uh, uh, not doing it this week. It's like a, it's like masterful podcast after dark. It, it's going to be that like our, our, our intro, <laughs> our intro song music. masterful <laughs> bowling. And then it cuts out. <laughs> it's going to be the whole episode, <laughs> man. Um, I don't know if, uh, if, if you went shopping the other day, prime day was what two uh, like a week and a half ago. Yeah. I think it was like two weeks ago, two weeks like ago, that, whatever yeah. it was. And it was over like the two day period. And it, it's like, it's, it's kind of like a, like an unspoken holiday, right? Yeah. Like prime day yep. comes around and you're like, kind of, you've got an Amazon prime tab opened off to the side and, and all that sort of stuff. Just wait, waiting for those lightning deals, right? You're waiting oh, for, oh, definitely. you're yeah. waiting for all like the new things to come up and you're like, what, what type of useless shit can I buy this day that doesn't make any sense in my house but i want it because it's 85 percent off like so the, I, it begs the question because we've had a, a um i think everything that we ordered has already shown up um but there's still a couple like straggling things i want to say so the the question is travis did did you go shopping for prime day and I if did so go shopping on prime day. all right let's let's talk about it did so... you buy anything completely useless that's my main question <laughs> the hesitation define completely useless like like if you talk to my dad he would say all the legos i have in my house are completely useless right? okay that's fair okay but to me they are a source of hours and hours and hours of entertainment right right so right. useless depends on what it is i'm gonna explain what i got and then you can tell me if it's useless or not okay okay deal deal, deal? good deal deal okay so I got myself a live streaming game capture card with uh, uh, RGB adapter, so I can use like the red, the white, and the yellow hookup. Yeah, for, for the old classic, school, like like two TVs and games. stuff. Yep. Yeah. Yep. So because I want to stream a game from my PlayStation One, uh, 
I have a cousin, Neil. We've talked about him before. Uh-huh. Future podcast guest, I hope. I hope. Um, but I, I told, I kind of mentioned to him that I liked the streams that he does because he streams on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Gary Phelps is his name. Nice. With an underscore between the two, I believe. But um, he streams old school like NES games and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. a couple months back, it was the Dr. Mario like 25th anniversary of Dr. Mario. Oh, he, yeah. He streamed a marathon of that game. Okay, Ooh. and then it, it was almost a year ago at this point, I think, he did a run that actually set a world record for the game Legendary Wings, I think it's called. He streamed the game for like 30 hours straight and just played the game on a loop and set the high score. But not only did he get the world record, he like doubled the previous number. Wow. Like he had the world record in in like 12 hours or something like that, and he... Sh- streamed it for 30 hours so he like more than doubled the previous world record that's impressive yeah so i like got inspired and said you know my i used to play ps1 was my first console and i used to play games on it all the time Mm -hmm. but the one game that feels streamable from what i used to play is metal gear solid so i kind of told him that before the end of the year i would do a metal gear solid run on my stream I would plug it. I would try to make a, a bit of a deal out of it. Okay. And so the capture card was on sale on Prime Day. So I sweeped in there and picked it up, and I'm one step closer. There you go. Now, now, yeah, you'll have to let us know when you decide to stream, when when that decides to happen. We'll, we'll all keep a lookout on Twitter and all that stuff because that would be fun to watch. Like a, a lot of those classic I, – I feel like I see a lot of those people playing classic games and doing mm-hmm. like whether it's speed runs or just like nostalgia runs and all that sort of stuff. Plus, Metal Gear Solid wasn't a series I necessarily got into. Yeah. But it's it's a series that like it's a game series that I kind of enjoy and I recognize for like its history, right? Yep. It's so, a, it's a game that at least everybody knows whether yeah. or not you played it or not it is kind of irrelevant. Everybody knows Solid Snake, right? Yeah. But there's the snake 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 meme like Uh you know and so okay so you got the capture card uh anything else that you got uh i did not get anything else on prime day i um so it was a light prime day for travis it it was i just bought a saxophone now this was not a prime day purchase but it it is a a purchase that i made and it was a bit expensive sure and sure and I need to pay that off <laughs> before I dive into other things. But I bought a I bought a beautiful. Uh, the brand is Cannonball saxophone. It's their Black Ice Big Bell series. It's it's a it's a pretty nice one. It sounds great. It plays super easy. Makes me sound like I'm a good saxophone player. So you know it can't be that bad. And uh, yeah, so that that was my big purchase recently, and. Things are just gonna have to take it easy till then. <laughs> hey, I understand, man. I understand that. You know, you make a big purchase. You just you're you're focused on you know just paying it down, paying it off. Doing your... that whole like responsibility thing. I know, man. It kind of sucks, doesn't it? I know, dude. I I literally on with the Prime Day stuff. I was scrolling through the front page of Amazon, just just you know on either on my phone or on the computer, just scrolling through and be right. like, what excuse can I have to need that? Right. Like not, do I need a ring security system for my house? Just 
I, I want it, but I need to justify it to people who would judge me for purchasing it. So what can mm-hmm. I say here, right? Why do I need a four pack of ring doorbells when there's only two entranceways to my house, right? Like stuff like that. Yeah. What do I need smart light bulbs in my bathroom for, you know, <laughs> like just terrible mistake, you know. And there's just- all those, you know, that they're setting up the categories for Amazon Prime Day to literally make you think just that. Like you're getting ready, you're just scrolling through. Like, okay, well, what's in uh, what's in Home Goods? And you're sitting there looking at like silicone spatulas that are oh, be- yeah. that are bedazzled or something like that, and you're like, yeah. oh shit, I could actually use that in my kitchen. I need this 42 pack of ice cube trays. Like, how many times have you gone through your first 39 ice cream trays and wish you just had three more waiting for you? seriously you know what i mean or like the ones that make the, like the little spheres you're like okay oh dude i could enjoy my iced tea with an ice cube sphere and just be so fancy oh dude pinky pinky out when you drink that right dude or you could have your ice cubes look like teenage mutant ninja turtles okay can you imagine no no i don't have to imagine i have one I have a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle ice cube tray. It is the worst. The ice cubes are really small, but when you pop them out, they look like the Ninja Turtles, and it's amazing. They look like them for like 10 seconds, and then they start to melt, and then yes. it's game over. <laughs> and then it's instantly to like ice cube chewing size. Well, well, Prime Day to me, uh, Prime, Prime Day actually treated us pretty well. I'm not going to really? lie to you. It, what did um, you go with? We, I think in total, we ended up getting like five, four or five things. I want to wow. say so big spenders, big spenders. And, and I actually, um, I accidentally, actually, here's here's what happened. I'm actually a little upset about this. So, we were looking at uh, one of those Nespresso machines, one of those like coffee machines. It's it's like a oh, fa- yeah, yeah. it's like a fancy Keurig. They do their own like whatever. But like I've used one of those machines before, and um, really like it was it was good coffee. Like it, it's it's rare that you find good coffee made like that. But to me, it was pretty good coffee. And and I was like, you know what? I kind of want one of these. So we found one on sale. We found it was like an, a, a slightly older model, but it came, it was on sale for like $60 off. And it came with 30 of like their pods of like their, you know, their different coffee yeah, yeah, pods, yeah. Like, like three different flavors, 10 pods each. You, you guys can do the math out there. Um, so we, we were taking a look at that and I was like, you know what? There's only a couple left. It's It's kind of narrowing down. I want one. So I, I just bought it. I bought it on the spot. It was, it ended up being like, like $95 or something like that. And as soon as I purchased it, as soon as I clicked purchase it, or it takes you to like the confirm order or like your order confirmation screen. And it was just like, thank you for making your purchase, Christopher. This is yeah. what your order number is. It should arrive in X to Y days or whatever. And then it gives you that row of suggestions down at the bottom, right? This is where they get me. Mm. This is where they got me. Because another Nespresso machine popped up that was a newer model, was the same bundle, and was cheaper and could arrive faster. So I, I was faced with. So a de- do you do you cancel order number one? I and I order was faced two? with a decision, and that was the decision I made. So I instantly. I'm not even talking like it took me 30 seconds to make the second order, but I purchased the second Nespresso. And I canceled the first order. Here was the uh-huh. problem, though, is that they you would think that if they're bundling these things together, right? They're bundling the machine yeah. and these 30 pods that they would ship out together. Not quite the case. So the pods shipped out, 
and then the machine shipped out. So I canceled the machine thinking it would cancel the pods, and it didn't. And then the second machine and the pods shipped together. So you have like 60 pods. So I have 60 pods and one machine. <laughs> so normally, here's, here's the best part though, because obviously because it was a bundle and I only returned the machine, I didn't get the full refund, which is fine, whatever. Yeah. I kept the pods. I should be charged for the pods. But I only had to pay $5 for the pods. I paid $95 for the machine and I got $90 back. Typically, each of those sleeves is like 15 bucks. Or like Dude. twelve bucks. So I got, you know, for the equivalent of what whatever the math is, thirty two pods, yeah. or thirty six pods, excuse me, uh, thirty six dollars, whatever it is. I paid five dollars for all those pods. It was great. Hey, hey, you know what? I you're a bargain shopper. I you know what? It what it wasn't too bad. So we got the Nespresso machine. Definitely worth it in my opinion. I like, I, I enjoy making coffee. I, I really do. Like, I enjoy French press. I enjoy AeroPress and, you know, drip and pour over it. Like, all these different methods. It's just, it's kind of, it, okay, I know. Travis doesn't like coffee. He's the one that just, like, shotgunned a Red Bull before we started this. But um, I, I enjoy coffee. Like, I think it's a fun, semi, like, therapeutic process. Like, you wake up in the morning. You have your coffee greens. So, so here, here's my thing with coffee, right? Here's my thing. Is it smells fine. Right, like if somebody's making coffee in the house, especially in the morning, it's just a very like the best uh, part smell. Of waking up, Folgers in your cup. Folgers is a trademark of the Folgers Corporation. We do not own that. This theme. is not an ad. I don't no. think. Right. Hashtag ad, but it's not an hashtag ad. ad. Not an ad. Folgers we, we is trash. We don't know. We are streaming on Twitch right now, so we don't want to get DMCA. Oh, God, yeah. That would be bad. But, but yeah, so I don't mind the smell of coffee, but it, it's just – it's so bitter tasting and so just terrible. And I get it, man. And I hate it. And, and it, people have been like, oh, well, why don't you put cream in it? Why don't you put sugar in it? I'm like, oh, so why don't I make it not taste like coffee? Right? Like, why don't we just, co- why don't we just completely change the – flavor of coffee when there is a reasonable substitute that i enjoy which is tea that's like, fair i can I, I drink a bunch of different kinds of tea now i don't get into the the super fancy this is passion fruit mango watermelon herb crusted you know seared These three times were, were picked and aged and dried and re-dried and yeah, no. You're not you're not a like, connoisseur like that. You just give me a box of Lipton black tea, not even with the lemon flavored. I'm good. You're like just I'm happy. good to go. I bought like this fancy tea from England one time. It's called Yorkshire Gold. Shout outs to TSM Break. It's pretty good hot, but the first time I had it, I made a pitcher of iced tea with it and it was awful. Like absolutely terrible. Now you know. So, now oh, I knew. I, I you know you make iced tea, right? And obviously you have to boil the tea and then you have to let it cool. Like you let it sit outside of the fridge for an hour to get back down to about room temperature. And then, then you, you put, put it in, in the fridge yep. for like an hour or two to cool down. And then you drink it and it's the worst thing in the world. And you just dump the gallon of tea down the drain. And it's, a little part of your soul just 
just uh, leaves your body at that point, it's right? Such a sad feeling. Yeah. I mean, uh, like you have to do it because you know that if you leave it in the fridge, it's just going to sit in your fridge, and two months later, you're going to be like, mm-hmm. "I wish I had tea, but I don't have a pitcher to put it in." Yeah. But- See, I'm the person with coffee. Like, I I learned to make all these different methods of coffee after I graduated college, just because it was just like I, I kind of started reading up on it, and I was like, "Oh, this is kind of fun to try." Like, I got myself a burr grinder, and you know, had a, a like a not a Chemex. I, I got an AeroPress, I think is what it was, and then I was like, "Oh, let me try French press." And you try all these different types of coffees. Now, I never got as far as some people out there who literally dig into the chemistry side of coffee where you're like measuring the beans you're measuring the temperature of the water and the weight of the water and you're doing ratios and the math calculations behind what to what you do and this is some breaking bad there's stuff. literally a huge like science behind it i've even seen charts where there's like line charts of like like water temperature to water weight and then you mix in the beans and then there's like a level of how long the bean was roasted and how much caffeine it might have whether it's light or dark or what country it came from it gets wild i never got that far that was i there's not enough time in the day to to study that stuff in my world that's just no that's not gonna happen but, All that just to make a shitty drink. See, I <laughs> as much as I enjoyed making coffee, there were some times where I just I needed something fast. Now, Keurigs, I don't like them I, for, for whatever reason. I've tried so many different types of Keurigs, and it just tasted watery to me. But the first time I had something out of an espresso, it kind of convinced me, like, okay, it was nice and full-bodied. Like, it tasted good. And I'm the type of person where I drink coffee straight black. So if it's if it's a good cup of coffee just straight then i'm i'm sold on it so yeah so we bought an espresso we actually well i guess technically i bought two and returned one and now i have all these pods so um it's nice it's actually i think one of the bigger things is that because i know how much the pods are and because i know like the process of like getting the machine and all this sort of stuff it's actually helped me reduce my coffee intake which Mm -hmm. my heart rate and blood pressure is probably very happy about so Probably. I feel like I'm drinking less coffee throughout the day or like intaking less caffeine overall throughout the day, which is, which is probably pretty nice. So, um, yeah, so that was, that was, uh, adventure number one for prime day. And then, uh, we, we got a couple other smaller things. Um, I bought a new wallet because I needed something a little bit thinner. What'd you uh, go with? Honestly, just like a, a super thin, slim wallet. It's got like four slots in it. One yeah. for my ID, my two credit cards, and like uh, two business cards. It's a front so, pocket wallet. It's a front pocket. Does it fold? It does not fold. It is just so, one sleeve. So here's my wallet. Yeah. And it's a front pocket wallet. And you know, I actually I have looked the, at that. I have all the, the stuff in here. Yeah, I bought it from Amazon, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But the one thing I really like about this wallet is it has this front pocket here to keep like your main credit card in yeah or like your id or whatever so you don't have to open up the whole thing every time and dig through and find the right one it's just there on the outside it's really nice yeah so like mine is just like my my driver's license in the front my two credit cards and then my uh like there's a slot in the middle where i've got like yep. a whole five dollar bill Ooh, for fancy. whenever i happen to to have cash but i wanted something a little bit slimmer um which yep. is which is kind of nice so i uh, got that and then we picked up a couple uh, baby things that we ended up finding um, on sale. We picked up like a car seat that was a very top-rated car seat. Um, 
you know, so that'll go in one of the two cars and then we'll get another one for the other car. And, um, but yeah, man, prime, prime day treated me well, prime day treated us, us very, very well. Uh, good, good to hear. Well, encaffeinated and, uh, safety regulated for the, the future baby child. I don't know. <laughs> the future Davis, the future Davis. Yeah. Well, oh man. It's, it's still awesome that you're having a kid. Like I'm, it's I'm, like, yeah. Pretty, pretty uh, jazz. The room's coming along, uh, which is which yeah. is really really nice. We actually got the crib, the dresser, and the changing table set up. And then nice. in the back of my car right now, um, the box is super heavy. I don't think I can really lift it by myself. Um, but there is a uh, there's a giant uh, recliner in the chair. Ah, and, and yeah. it's like and normally I'd be okay with lifting something like that, but it's got a giant power brick inside of it because it's a powered. It's got a big brick and a motor inside of it because it's a it's a powered glider, so it's got like automatic, wow. automatic switches and everything like that. Um, it, it, there's a USB plug on the side of it. <laughs> um, now you may laugh, and, and I'll be honest, I kind of laughed when we were considering this because you know you think about a recliner, you think about a glider, like power's the last thing that you want, right? Like how millennial of me to get a chair. That's that exactly a, what I was thinking. It has a USB <laughs> plug in it. But we, Kim and I thought about this strategically. We were looking at all the chairs that had like the latch on the side, right? Or yeah. all the chairs that like, you know, you, you, you pull it back and the bottom kicks out and then you can rock and you can, and you can do whatever. But all of them at the um, place that we were looking at, uh, the, like the mechanism was super stiff. So like Kim's legs will just pop out super fast. Can you imagine, Travis, like two in the morning, the baby wakes up, the baby's hungry or just wants to be cuddled with or something like that. And you're like, okay, you know, one, one spouse gets up, the other one is still in bed. You get ready to rock the baby in the recliner. You sit down, you reach down for that handle and you gently pull it back. And then like a catapult, your legs just get launched into orbit because it kicks out so damn fast. Like... We I were mean, like, look, you know what? We we kind of have to avoid that. I understand. And, like, I really appreciate, like, the setup that you gave. <laughs> but with those mechanisms that are usually spring-based, which I'm sure this one is, uh -huh. it, it loosens up. Like, over time, as you use it, it definitely does But does it up. loosen up on a floor demo that's probably been out there for six months and used time and time again? See, here's the issue. is you said probably been out there for six months. What if it was a brand new model? What if that chair had only been put out there yesterday? Plus, it's coronavirus season. Are, are people, like, going and sitting in those floor models as much as they would? Or are they just being millennials and being like, hey, I can push a button and put my feet up. Let's go. I mean – we've already made our purchase and we're going to be very, very comfy in it. So, Hey, Hey, I'm happy for you, man. I'm just playing devil's advocate. You know me. It's I, like, I, I get it on one hand. I totally get it. But on the other hand, it's, it's It is going to be kind of nice to just like press a button and slowly ease your way back. And it's not going to create any noise. You're not going to have to like jettison your legs anywhere or, or you know, break a knee or anything like that. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't think you have to break a knee to sit in any chair. Well, but... knowing me, my knees probably, probably break by sitting into any chair so but i still need to get that out of the back of the car but we're slowly coming together on the nursery um i uh just have a couple more things to get together i think after this we're going to go hang some stuff on the wall that we got uh and slowly like piece it together a little bit more and and then we're going to be good to go man so are you guys getting anything else that's like 
super millennialized for this baby? Like, are you going to have like an automatic changing station or something like that? No, we're not. We're not quite going that far. Um, there's nothing else that's. I don't really think there's going to be anything else that's really like millennialized. It seems like I. I don't know what is and isn't since this is my first kid and and i'm kind of a part of the generation and everything like that like i haven't had any boomers or anybody else come in and to be like what back in your day when you were a child this is what i used like I, we're not going or like I, nobody's told me anything like that so i don't know what to expect um you know we are we somebody did gift us actually uh my mother-in-law um linda gifted us a camera that's that mounts like on the crib so we can obviously yeah. so we can keep an eye on the baby which is like a monitor yeah which is you yeah. know and and it's one of those that like i guess the millennial part of it is that it will connect to your home network so it can also connect to your phone or your tablet or a monitor or whatever so like i guess that's a millennial part of it but everything else i feel like is pretty stock standard um you know the the furniture that's in there and, and the decorations that we're putting up and and everything like that uh i have considered integrating like hue light bulbs into the room mm -hmm. that way you know you can just like um you know you, you could talk to like alexa and just say hey dim the lights turn the lights up um you can change the brightness or the tone or something like that like i i don't know if anybody listening out there has suggestions on that sort of stuff but that stuff like i'm considering because it, you know I, I can just imagine a scenario where you know you walk into a room late at night or early in the morning or whatever it is and you need the lights turned on and you can just shout without having to like reach for a switch or you know figure out how to turn something on or not turn on the wrong light or the right light or whatever it is so yep. it's, it's it's all those like little things that we're slowly piecing into the room there so uh, I think I'm probably in the minority on this at this point, but I still think that video monitors are weird. Okay. Like, like to watch the baby while it's sleeping. And like, I, I understand you want to see the baby. You want to make sure like they didn't wrap up in the blanket weird or whatever. You want to make sure they're comfortable, but it's like, this is the first generation that's ever had that. Right. Like, right. like it, it's a fairly new thing still. And it's like, people did fine up until now without, you know, having to pull out your phone to make sure that the, the blanket isn't weirdly wrapped around the baby or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. And now the voice monitors, I totally get. Yeah. You want to know when they're crying. You want to know if they're uncomfortable or fussing, whatever it is. But like, when... When you're pulling out your phone to be like, oh, how's, how's Isabella sleeping or whatever? It's like, I feel like that's a little much. I don't know. Yeah. I, and and look, if I have to die on this hill by myself, I have to die on this hill by myself. I'm, I'm sorry, but it's just. It's super there's... interesting because like you're like, you know, a monitor may be weird, but you want to know what's even more weird. And I feel like in this journey of like becoming a father, right. And like learning about all these things that not only that you kind of want for your child, but like the multitude of other things that are available. So like the monitor may be weird to you, but did you know that there's like monitoring socks out there? What? Exactly. So there are socks that you can put on your baby to sleep in, like before you swaddle it. That way, um, and what the socks do is they will transmit data to your phone that will tell you like oxygen levels and restlessness and, so and probably like a, a couple other things. It's like a Fitbit for your baby's foot. Yeah. It's, it's like a cloth Fitbit that fits around your baby's feet. 
and it'll tell you all of like that sort of stuff. Now, it's it's I, I think this is maybe like the first or second generation of this type of technology because um, I, I've heard and seen reviews and things like that where it's not always 100% accurate or sometimes you can get like false alarms. And that's the sort of thing that like I would want to avoid as a parent because can you yeah. imagine like two in the morning and your phone goes off and it happens to be a false alarm that says your baby's not breathing? That would freak me out. And my child's not even born yet. Yeah. So I can't even imagine. But there's things like that out there that exist that I'm learning about. And I'm like, I just I just want the monitor. Like, I just want to know if the baby's making noise or not. Yeah. It's and, nuts. And that, like, that's – it feels like if the baby is – if you know if the baby is making noise, like, you have enough information to assess what's going on. Right. right? Like, oh, this pair of socks will tell you if they're – their heart rate gets above 160, right? Like, mm -hmm. I don't need to know that. I just need to know if they're sleeping or not. Yeah. I, I feel, and look, maybe I'm wrong. And maybe, you know, in the future, 30, 60, 90 years from now, when I finally meet a woman who wants to settle down with me, maybe we can figure that stuff out. But like, I don't know. It just seems like too like too much information and it's it's really cool because like there's there's things like that that i'm learning about from you know my other friends that are that are going through the same type of thing or that are suggesting like you know because you, you get those people that are like on facebook like oh you know i never thought that i would need something like this for my child my newborn but yep. this is what it is and here's the link to it and here's x y and z you know how people promote stuff like that yep. all the time right yep. um you know so brian and jen they have their twins right yep and uh we were over their house one day and they were changing, you know, I think it was Oliver. They were changing the boy. And, um, all of a sudden she whipped out this spatula. It's, it's weird. Whipped out this spatula. And uh -huh. instead of having to worry about like applying the, like the rash cream uh, using your finger, they use the spatula. And it's super weird when you think like, when I say that sentence, it sounds weird. But then it makes perfect sense. Absolutely. Right. It's so like, like icing and cake. Like I'm learning about weird things like O2 regulating socks, but I'm also learning about the simplest of kitchen equipment that I've had in my kitchen for years that could also be used as now, for anybody who's ever come to my house, no, I have not double used the spatulas for things like that. But you get a special spatula. <laughs> you get a special spatula for something like that. And it's like, that's freaking genius. And, like, oh. that's kind of the fun side of this whole thing is because, like, not only can I, you know, I, sorry, friends, I'm, I'm stealing ideas from you guys, but not only can I see the cool things that they're using and, like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll add that spatula to my recipe or my registry. I'll, you know, add this tissue warmer or this baby wipe warmer or, <laughs> like, this this super pristine bottle cleaner. Like those Starbucks, uh, you you don't drink coffee, but those Starbucks cleaners where you flip the glass upside down and you just like you spray it and it rinses that out. Like they make those for bottles. Like how awesome would it be to feel like a bartender at my sink washing bottles, like flipping them around my head and everything, and I'm just like <laughs> cleaning the bottle, flip it off. To awesome. Hi, I'm Chris Davis. I'm your baby barista today. <laughs> Can you imagine you're just you're just flipping around milk and just like oh got to rinse this bottle. Click. I'm gonna do that now. I know you are. I'm gonna absolutely gonna, do that. I'm gonna make you're a Twitter gonna break video. So many bottles because you're like trying to flip them behind your back and catch them. I'm gonna be, yeah, I'm gonna be like those bartenders that just like flip around and go to competitions and shit. Except it's it's little Chris Davis and baby bottles. <laughs> but you're I guarantee you, the, the first time I screw that up, 
is the is the last time I will ever do that. <laughs> I think I I think what you should do is uh, you should call your mother and get the uh, see if she has that fanny pack from that picture of you that she posted this. You like week. that picture? Because that would be that would it's a classic fanny pack, and you know you could hold a baby bottle or two and and do some baby bottle tricks with it. Hey, little little Chris Davis was a stud. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> he, he was something. That that is for sure. I I will have no problem carrying around as a dad. I will have no problem carrying around a fanny pack or or a backpack that's loaded with like or or like a like a chest tactical rig like you see in the military <laughs> except instead of spare magazines it's all bottles and like pacifiers and blankets and I'll have a, a little side tab for uh like a burping you know napkin or or whatever like I'll have it all dude you're going to be the doctor disrespect of dads I'm going to I'm going to be kitted out with all these bottles and it's just like boom like you need a bottle click here you go gonna come at you i think randomly you should just have one like flashbang grenade in there and if you accidentally pull it out like you just have to throw it (laughs) can you imagine or my no my luck my luck i would have the one slot in there that's like i accidentally stuff like a dirty diaper in because i don't have a trash can to throw it away in or something like that and that's the grenade that's oh god oh no just like i'm carrying around all these bottles and somebody tries to mess with me and be like i got a dirty diaper i'll do it i'll do it oh god good i love it but yeah no it's it's talk about tear gas (laughs) yeah right it's it's cool though because you know i i'm learning about all these different like things that you wouldn't think that you would need and are you are you gonna get one of the one of the like baby backpacks or whatever oh you can like strap them to you yeah heck yeah dude we looked at strollers the other day Uh uh-huh and i thought i broke it but it was how it was designed to work but (laughs) Then I actually broke it. It, it oh, was God. weird. We were trying out strollers, kind of like you know Corey mentioned. Um, you know, I was trying out strollers, and it, like the seat sits in this contraption, which is part of like the chassis. But then it's got this tray around the front, and it probably had spinners, and I just didn't even realize it. And it was weird, man. I don't it think was... I've ever heard the phrase chassis used with a stroller. I, hey, it's like I the know best exactly way that what I can exactly. I know, I know it's the exactly. best way I can I can describe it. But like the seat sits in and then it clicks and then it's got like another clicky thingy jig that locks it into place and then there's like a handle over top and but then like you can take the whole thing out and then just set it in your car, lock that into a tray and boom, you're you're in your car and you're good to go. Hey, hey, the technology that's... around this stuff is nuts, but it's Being also efficient. wicked expensive. Oh, I'm sure it is. I'm so sure. that's kind of so, the downside. So go to harlandandjane.com and buy yourself a shirt, buy yourself a headband. Or help, we've got a registry if anybody's that curious. Help Chris pay for his baby stuff. Help, yes, help us pay for, for our baby stuff. I, um, we've, we do have a registry set up. And, and the one thing I'll say, like, obviously, you know, you set up a registry when, when these types of things happen for people who, like, willingly want to get you gifts, which I, I, I am – incredibly appreciative of however it, i feel like if somebody's gonna get a gift at least include who you are like don't be anonymous i just want to know who to thank. oh i did that once i did I that just, once. i just want to know who to thank because like we have this this is really cute set of like disney baby books that arrived here in this nice little box and they're really like they have these little you know drawings all over it all that sort of stuff i literally have no idea who sent it to us and oh, all of was, it was me was it actually? No. It oh wasn't. yeah, totally. No, it wasn't. Thank me. Thank me, Chris. You dick. 
Somebody out there <laughs> actually spent money to do that, and Travis is like, oh, yeah, it's totally me. Yeah, totally me. Totally me. Hey, prove me wrong. I don't know, because I texted all my usual suspects, and the usual suspects are Kim's parents, my mother, my sister. Well, you didn't text me. Because I, I know it wasn't you. <laughs> no. I, I actually did send a registry gift anonymous one time, and it was totally on accident. Um, Corey and Aditi's wedding, they had a tent on their registry, but they had an Amazon registry. Mm-hmm. So I it was just like, oh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy you this tent and just send it to you. I don't have to worry about like bringing it to the wedding. It's going to get shipped right to your house. Like they'll see it's from me. And apparently like nowhere on the label or anything did it say that I bought it. And then I gave them a card and had like the note in the card at the wedding, right? But they were like asking the day before the wedding, like, did somebody send me a tent? Like who sent us the tent? I was like, oh yeah, that was me. You got it? And they're like, that was you like thank you so much it was super nice and like it was a nice tent right like, it was a good coleman tent or something like that and <laughs> like i just i just want to be able to thank the person right like yeah. i just want to be able to thank the person and say hey look i like you spent money on my future child thank you so chris so travis i i, I have a question for you here. i have i may have an answer depending so on the because some stuff has gotten delayed because of the coronavirus and some like People just, this was happening. Anyway, Mm -hmm. I have at least four weddings next year. Okay. Do I, do I go with two suits? Do I go with four suits or do I rock the same suit with a different shirt and tie to every wedding? Like how do I approach upcoming wedding season? That's, that's a very, very good question. And I want to preface it with another question is, do you know the timeframes of these weddings? Are they like they all back to back in the same month? Are we spread out throughout the year? What are we talking here? I think it's like May, August, August, October. I say you do two suits then. Yep. You do uh, May. You do your May and your October suits as the same. No, no. No, because October is like fall wedding, right? I mean, do two suits however frequently you want to wear them. Go ahead and do that. But I would do like May, August. And then August, October, or definitely wear a different suit to both August weddings. Yes, definitely. 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 Like, yeah, mix that up. And then like, if you've got a gray suit, do I have a, I have a blue pinstripe suit right now. Like that's, that's pretty much it. I haven't, I haven't bought a suit in a while. Like I have this one suit and I have, I I personally, like I'm a sucker for gray suits. I have two. Um, so I would do gray, especially for the fall. Mm-hmm. And then you know the May do the do the pinstripe one, yeah. I think so that would I, work out. I want to get like the classic like standard black suit, right? That's fair. Maybe it has a little bit of like a sheer to it. Okay. Whatever, yeah. But like good looking black suit because I I think everybody needs a black suit and I've never had one and I've always wanted one, right? So I think I'm gonna go like get a black suit. Okay. Tailored properly, like get a nice suit. And then hopefully it lasts me for a while. But I bought a I bought the blue suit for Lauren Du Bois's wedding mm-hmm. like two years ago, two plus years ago. So that is that's my plan for at least one or two of the weddings. And then I have to buy another one. So I, I gotcha. just I just wanted to get you dress up more frequently than I do because I don't have to dress up for work or anything like that. Like mm-hmm. I just wear raggedy old jeans and t shirts to work. And I know when you're 
at a conference or something, you at least have to dress somewhat business casual. So I just dress I to the nines, clothes. as they say. To the nines. To the, I don't even know what the nines are. Is who yeah. uh, who are the nines? I, if anybody out there knows who the nines are, go ahead and go ahead and. I know there's the Jackson Five, but I don't know of any nines group. So, <laughs> so I don't, I don't, I don't know. But um, but yeah, that's uh, black suits classic, man. You can't go wrong with a black suit. So I know like outdoor summer weddings sometimes have like different rules and stuff like that. But why do I feel like khakis to a wedding is just a hundred percent always wrong? Is that just me? Am I being am I, I being a jerk? I don't think khakis to a wedding would be would be bad. Um see I do. I don't know why. I feel like khakis are too like I don't know. I, I just mean, like I've, excuses to wear suits, I guess. I I mean you could wear what what you want. Um I've worn khakis to a wedding before. I've been in a wedding and worn khakis as a part of the wedding. Like we, I, we wore khakis and, and white button down shirts and yellow ties. Okay. Maybe that I'm was, wrong. Uh, shout out to Logan stock up. That was, Yo. it was, it was Logan and he and his wife just had a, had their they just baby. had a baby, right? Yeah. Yay. Congratulations. Yeah. But they just, they just had their baby. Uh, so yeah, super excited for them. But yeah, uh, I've worn khakis to a wedding. So, um, you know, it's, it's definitely not out of the question. Now, if it's out of your question, then that's totally fine. There's no like, yeah, no, I Obviously, I'm never going to do it, but it's just like I saw somebody roll in in like khakis and a polo one time, and I was like, you could have tried a little uh, harder. Yeah, my dude. see, like polos to weddings, like that's that's the line for me. I feel like if you're going to go to a wedding and they're taking enough time to host a wedding and spend money on that, like at least wear a shirt and tie. Yeah. Or or do like a sport if it's an outdoor like summery vibe wedding, do a button down and, and a sport coat. Like a blazer or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. something See, like that, and you'll 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 be pretty good. The the one like real suit pet peeve I have is when people have a shirt and they're wearing a tie and they don't button the top button. They just let like the tie pull it together. I'm like, come on, dude. That's that's a happy hour after party look. But uh-huh. like you like loosen the, the tie a little bit. Yeah, yeah, you loosen it. Like I because I've even done that sometimes because oh, yeah. sometimes wearing a tie actually all times wearing a tie sucks, but you wear it because you're trying to dress to whoever the nines are. But if if you're at the formal event and you're at you know the the, the main part of why you're dressed up that day, like button your tie up. If it's yeah. after party, you're getting a couple drinks, you're dancing, you're having a good time, like unbutton it because it's just it's gonna be more comfortable. Yep. It, I I agree completely. When when the dancing starts, get comfortable. That's but the when key. it's like when it's potential picture time, keep that button there. Yeah, it might be hard to breathe. Get over it. Yeah, you'll survive for like thirty minutes, unless it's a Catholic wedding, and then you're like an hour and a half of standing up and sitting down or whatever they do. So, um, Chris, do you have do you have any ho- good Halloween costumes this year? You know what? I, I said this to Hayden the other night. Halloween, in my opinion, is the worst holiday of the year. Um. Hot like, okay. Halloween okay. is among the worst holidays of the year. I let me let me uh, rephrase that a little bit. I I'm not a Halloween person. I don't do. I, I'm not big into like the costumes or, or really anything like that. Like it's just not. It's just not my thing. If that's fine. If anything, because I've got my lightsaber that I got from Disney. Like that's an easy prop to a costume. So I could just find like. A, a hooded robe or something like that and and roll as like a i don't know a jedi you'd be a sith though didn't you get red no but i i it's blue right now i changed the crystal out oh, so I can, oh I, can be, I, I can mix it up 
But Halloween, like, you know what? Halloween isn't my honest. I don't know if uh, if if we're doing trick or treating in my neighborhood this year. Um, it's a it's a very like odd and touchy subject, obviously with the pandemic still happening and everything like that. So. I don't, I don't know if we're going to be doing trick-or-treating. I don't know if, you know, we're going to have kids out or anything like that. It's a Saturday night, so it's prime time and everything. But I just, I don't know. I haven't figured it out yet. Hey, all right, all right, all right, all right. Now, obviously, I'm going to go off of, like, standard year rules. This this year might be different because of the, the virus and whatever. But are you a bowl of little candy and take whatever you want? Or do you get, like, good candy bars, but you only get one? We try to go with a mixture of things that Kim likes and a thing that things that I like and, and find where it intersects where like there's clearly would be my candy and clearly would be her candy. And then we hand give out a mixture of both. A mixture of both. Okay. So then you do, you do two things. You're, you're giving away like both sets of favorites potentially um, of, of, of Kim and I, and you know the, the the kids or whoever's trick or treating, they get a mixture. Um, but if there's any left over, there's clearly going to be a little bit for her and a little bit for me. Hey, I, that, that's perfect. See, I'm a king size candy bar guy, right? Like, if I'm going to buy candy bars, I'm going to buy the good stuff. Okay, I'm going to get a like the Kit Kats that are like this big. Yeah, they're what I want. All right, the mm-hmm. full size Snickers bars, whatever. We're talking but, like the stuff you get in the grocery aisle checkout yep. lines. Gotcha. Yep. yep. But you only get one. Okay, that's, that's fair. Deal. Like, I'm going to give you good candy. It's going to be a lot of candy, but you only get one. Now, is this is this to where, like, that's your own internal rules? Like, if you no, were— No, that's me. That's me. Right. No, like, so what I'm saying is if if you were trick-or-treating yourself, that's what you would want? Yes, that's exactly Okay. It. All right. Okay, so you're probably also trying to be the person where you're handing out candy bars, and you, you want to be the house that's remembered for the next year. I want to be the good house. You— <laughs> You're, you're Travis from the block that's yep. that's over here with the full-size candy bars. Like, oh, yeah, we're going back to his house because he I'm treats the good us neighbor. well. I'm the good neighbor. Yep, 100%. Uh, there's not a lot of kids on my road. There's some. So it's not that big a deal. Like, It's not like I need to go buy $50 worth of these candy bars, right? Mm-hmm. Like 10 bucks, uh, I'll cover everybody. I want them to have a good candy bar experience. Like when the little Snickers things are this big, where there's little like foil wrapped Reese's things, nobody, nobody honestly likes them. They eat them, but nobody ever prefers that. If you want a candy bar, if you're going to make the choice to have a candy bar, you should have a candy bar. Mm-hmm. Eat the whole thing. Yeah. Enjoy all 80 yeah. grams of sugar or whatever is in it. Be hyped up, especially because it's on a Saturday. Be hyped up for the whole rest of the weekend and then crash yep. on Sunday. And then you're back <laughs> to school on Monday. Perfect. Now, here's here's the candy question I have for you because I made a very bold claim earlier this week on Twitter. A, uh-huh. Apparently, a very bold claim. And I, I may have, like, insulted a couple people. I, it may have gotten a little odd and, and up in arms. But I don't know. I made, a, I made a claim. I stick by my claim. I said that Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are trash. Do you agree or disagree? Uh, they are disgusting, and I will never, ever eat one. Thank you. I'm glad to know that there are more people on my side because I posted a picture that's it, it was a Snickers bar, a Butterfinger, a Reese's peanut butter cup, and peanut M&Ms were the, were the four. And it said, you have to throw one out. Like one will cease to exist. And I, and I said, throw out Reese's peanut butter cups because they are trash. And everyone decided to try and flame me for it because... They said that they are God's gift to the sugar realm of candy 
to Buddy the Elf's sugar triangle food pyramid or whatever the hell, and they would just not give that up. I mean, I, I see where they're coming from, right? Like chocolate, very good. Peanut butter, very good. The combination, for me, not so much, okay? I can sit there with a spoon and eat some peanut butter. I can take the bottle of Hershey syrup and just right into my mouth, no problem. Mm. You mix the two together, it is gross, okay? Now, I will, I will add this caveat. Travesty Fest was a couple weeks ago, right? Okay. We had a big fire going. And people were making s'mores and putting Reese's between the gram with the marshmallow instead of just regular chocolate. Interesting. Good idea. Like, I'm okay with it. Now, I didn't have one. I am not a Reese's guy. I, I'm making this very clear. But I'm okay with that. It's it, See, for me, the like the Reese's peanut butter cup, I think it's the texture because I love re, like Reese's Pieces. I love um, peanut butter M&M's. Like I, I enjoy the combination of peanut butter and chocolate, but like the yep. texture of Reese's peanut butter cups and like the ratio that they give you. And I'm sorry, anybody, I like I, if that's the hill that I die on, then yeah. so be it. But they are trash, and they can they can be ejected from candy the candy realm forever, mm-hmm. in my opinion. And, uh, and that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Bye, Felicia. Bye, Felicia. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, Reese's can. Reese's can go now. Okay. Like I'm looking at the, I pulled up the picture that you were talking about the uh-huh. Snickers, the M M&M, and M the peanut butter M and M's or no peanut M and M's. Sorry. My bad. My bad. Snickers, peanut M and M's, Butterfinger and Reese's get rid of them all. See ya. Bye. They're all gone. Now see, I'm a big fan of, and this is probably where it's going to stump a lot of people. I'm a huge fan of Butterfinger. I yeah. love Butterfinger, but I think it's uh- because of the texture. I mean, maybe, but um, yeah, see it. Bye. Don't need it. Milky Ways, gone. Three Musketeers, get out of here. Dang. Uh, 100 grand, see you later. I don't need you. Um, all that stuff. The god tier of candy bar is a Kit Kat. Now, see, that's, I, I think that's probably why you and my wife get along because yep. that, is, that is her I mean, god tier. Kit Kats are pretty fire. I'm not going to lie. Kit Kats are amazing. And they get a bad rep because they don't have like caramel. They don't have real peanuts in them, whatever. But it's just that wafer. And there's something about Kit Kat chocolate. Like I I get that it's just milk chocolate, but it is definitely Kit Kat chocolate. It's good stuff, man. Okay. It is like all that shit you're not supposed to do with the coronavirus. It is top tier chocolate. Now, how about how Kit Kat has has ventured out over the number of years because there's obviously the standard milk chocolate and then you have dark you have white they just did a birthday cake one they've done pumpkin spice they've done all of these they do orange they do the orange Kit Kat for Halloween it does taste different I don't care what anybody says all the different chocolates taste different sure all of them are good all of them Uh, now I'm not the biggest dark chocolate guy but I'll eat one (laughs) I will eat one okay but standard stock standard Kit Kat is the S tier, God tier, A tier, whatever you want of candy bar. Like it is the best. Man, I, I feel like the, the next time you know when, when we go to record episode sixteen, it's going to be the day after Halloween. So maybe maybe we'll have to come in and just like rank all of the candy bars. Yo, I'm down. I'm down. That that sounds like a good plan. So. Anybody who's listening to this right now, maybe we'll put out a poll or get your suggestions in on how we you think we should rank candy bars. 
Or yeah, put out, we could put out like a straw poll. Uh huh. We could put out a straw poll. Okay, that's a good idea. We're gonna do that. That's gonna be so much fun. So stay stay tuned for next week's episode. As you know, after you finish this one, stay tuned for next week's episode, and uh, and we'll turn up and we'll rank the Halloween candies and see how our our experiences line up or they don't line up. So so do you you want to know kind of a funny story? Try me. I love funny stories. That's My all dad- we're about here. I believe this is the right person. I'm not 100% sure, but I believe it was my dad's Uncle Nick, okay? Now, we all just called him Uncle Nick. Technically, he's like my great uncle or something like that, but he was Uncle Nick, right? When my mom had Jill, he got my mother a Hershey's chocolate bar. Like, that was his, congratulations, you had a baby. Here's Here's here's, here's your gift, right? Like, have some chocolate. When my mother had Carla, same thing, milk chocolate bar, right? When she had me, he gave her a Hershey's chocolate bar with almonds because this one has nuts. Dear Lord. <laughs> like, that's such a legendary, that's such a legendary idea as, like, a gift for having the kids. Like, it's so good. It's it's so, like, sly, too. Yeah, it's so simple, but, like... You think you about go. it, and you're just like, you... It's such like a childish, like interpretation and whatever of this joke and why you give this certain gift. But it was, it's funny. It 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 was funny. It's I like. Story. It. I it's a story it. you can you can always tell. You can tell to your future kids. So are you gonna yeah. get me a Hershey bar? You're gonna get Kim a Hershey bar when maybe when Emma is maybe born. I'll get her a Kit Kat. That would be the better alternative to be. That would. Honest I don't think you. they make Kit Kats for guys though. Chris. Did you watch the World Series last night? So I did not watch the World Series. I was actually streaming while it was happening, but I oh, I, yeah. I was catching clips as it was coming up on my Twitter feed. Like, like plays. significant plays. Yeah, and I mean like ESPN's tweeting like every other third motion by, you know, the left fielder yeah. and whatever else they decide to tweet that day. Um, but I was, this I was is keeping... the longest foul ball you've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, like, first off, like, like, let me just take 30 seconds and say the baseball stats are some of the dumbest stats in the sporting world. And that is also another hill I'm willing to die on. I, I would imagine a lot of people would agree with me because it's like, oh, so-and-so just hit his first home run in the month of, you know, January when the sun was in receding hairline phase and, it was an odd year and the temperature was above 50 degrees. Okay. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to fight back a little bit here. Stuff that they put in super duper, like they put in so many disclaimers. So it was the first time it ever happened. Yeah. That's stupid. Okay. Mm-hmm. I give you that. Baseball stats are not useless. No batting average. The amount of home runs you hit. No, absolutely. Like that strikeouts. Matters. Pitcher, like that, that, that stuff all matters. Okay. I just want to make sure that we're on the same yeah, page. With no, that. like that, I'm kind of a stats junkie. That sort of right? stuff absolutely matters. But if we're talking about like the first time to do X, Y, and Z, when like the temperature is above a certain degrees and you're on an odd day of an even month of, you know, in, in a certain time zone while somebody else has already done it three years. Like, no, I don't, I don't care about any of that stuff. You, you know what bothers me? And this isn't a baseball thing. This is like anything, right? Let's just say that the Philadelphia Eagles make it to the Super Bowl this year, right? They're going to talk about, oh, this team was just here like three years ago because they won the Super Bowl in 2017. Right. But there's only like 
four players left over from that team. Like mm-hmm. it's a totally new team. Like that matters. So while yes, the Eagles might have a recent history of playoff success and stuff like that. Not all of these players do. Right. So you can't be like, Oh, they did this in 2017. That means they're going to do this this year. No, it's totally different players. Yes. It says Philadelphia Eagles and they wear the same colors. Totally different team. That's the the stuff that drives me insane. But anyways, yeah, I, I, I I caught clips of the, the world series game last night and, uh, and I managed to see the final play, which was quite the doozy. Yeah, it was if the most. Say. It was the most little league way to win a game that I've ever seen. Right, ground ball hit to center field. Okay, guy misplays it. Runner is coming around third base to score the winning run. Falls. The throw gets to the catcher. The catcher didn't catch. The catcher didn't catch the ball. Imagine and tag the guy. Like, and then he's safe, and the Rays win, and the Dodgers lose. And it's just like, good lord. Good Lord. Those, those guys have to feel like such idiots. Like literally you get paid millions of dollars to field ground balls and throw them accurately. And the one time it mattered more than any other one, you couldn't do it. I just, I couldn't believe it, man. I absolutely couldn't believe it. And I I watched it like two or three times. Like, like, you know, I, I can't imagine being in that position because I never have. And I, you know, I can imagine there being like pressure and you're thinking about that. But on the other hand, you're also a professional player. So you deal with this a lot, but to make that, like those two back-to-back errors and see that rounding third, he stumbled and fell. You had all the time in the world to make. You just that had to throw. take your time and and just nice accurate throw and the you catcher the guy. literally just had to do his job and catch the ball and turn his glove around and tag the guy, and he missed. But I will say, from from an outsider looking in, because I don't cheer for either of those teams, all the highlights that I've seen are saying that it, it was a very good game. So like, oh yeah, it was back and forth. Like if you look at the box score. It was only like one or two runs ever scored an inning, but the end score was uh, eight to seven. So like, there was a lot of hits, a lot yeah. of action going on. Yeah. It, was, it was a good game to watch. Yeah. It really was. And that's and that's something that you need in this time of you know, the NBA just ended in a weird season with the bubble and MLB has had its issues with the pandemic and everything, but they're still the here at the World Series and we still get to have that. So um, you know, nice to have sports and exciting sports at that. So. Yep. Yeah, go. I definitely think that the professional sporting leagues getting running helps. Mm-hmm. Like it's definitely helped have entertainment and things to talk about and things to, you know, text your friends about or laugh at in the case of the baseball game last night. Like it was definitely big for pandemic entertainment purposes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. So man, what did we learn today? Uh, we learned that Prime Day can get you. Okay. Okay. Um, learned that recliners and gliders are now made with USB hookups and they're okay. really heavy because they have power bricks. Yep. Um, we learned that um, Reese's are trash tier candy. And I stand by that. Yep. Yep. And I'm, I'm with you on that. Um, we learned that. Um, oh, you should, you should put your name on gifts when you send them to people. Please. They have a registry. Please. Um, we learned that Chris rocked a fanny pack when he was six years old. Also true. We learned that Kim has fantastic taste in candy. Maybe not in men, but in candy. <laughs> I know this is a audio 
podcast for most of you, but the look that I just got was was a classic. <laughs> we learned that Chris wants to kill me right now. There you go. Yeah. The best lesson of all. Oh, and uh, weighted blankets are awesome. And the T is silent at the end of duvet. Yes, it is not duvet. It is duvet. So we've we've gotten all of these different lessons and these different little mini stories in and throughout the duration of this podcast. So out of all of these things, what is the one major takeaway that we have learned here? Episode 15 of the Masterful Podcast, Travis. It's always tell your mother that you love them. Always tell your mother that you love them that's, out that's of everything that we've talked about today always yep. tell your mother that's not even, even related that's nowhere near related to anything that we talked about but if anything you and i are really good at wasting time oh my gosh we are amazing at wasting you time. and i are absolutely great at wasting time i don't know if anything that we've recorded so far anything that anybody has listened to so far has provided anything of substance but I sure as hell would love to hear the conversations that everybody is thinking about in their minds right now as they hear us just talk about the most random of things Yep. here on episode 15. Um, I will say, and, and, and it's, it's super awesome to see that there are still people listening. Yep. After 15 or 14 episodes now, and hopefully 15 episodes and, and so on and so forth. Um, you know, so it's, it's awesome to see that. And, and I want to take a, at least a short little opportunity to say thank you to everybody who's out there. Um, it's, it's really cool. Like I said, that, that people continue to listen. It's really cool to see the engagement and people say, Oh, you know, I listened to this portion and I thought this portion was funny. I know we've had a couple conversations, Travis and I have with, uh, future people who are going to be guests on the episodes and we're starting to set up a little bit of a schedule on you know this person's going to be on this day and we've got to wait but this person could be on on this weekend and kind of scheduling that out and they're coming back and telling us oh well we listened to this and i want to touch on this point you made in episode i don't know four or episode yep. seven or whatever it was so um it's it's just it's really really cool and it's really cool to be um you know exploring this this kind of creativity in in creating conversation creating talking points and and really just kicking back and having a laugh and a goof and a gaff and all of that jazz and hopefully take people's minds off of you know all of the bs that's kind of going on outside of these four walls or audio walls or whatever you want to call them yeah i mean the 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 thing that I'm getting most excited about is pretty soon all the political advertisement goes away. Thank God. For a couple of years anyway. And uh, I'm really excited for that whole process to be, over, to be over. Like some of our guests have said, vote. Please. That's all I'm going to say. I know people are getting sick of seeing that, but. Yep. Go vote. Go vote. Go get it done. And, and you know what? If you vote once we get there and the votes are tallied and whoever wins, wins then you never have to see a political ad for maybe a couple of years. You don't have to worry about getting text messages or phone calls or anything like that. So we're almost there, everybody. Well, man, let's, uh, let's, let's wrap it up. Let's do this. Yep. Let's get yep. up out of here. Any final let's... words? We we've learned these two major lessons. One, always tell your mother that you love them. And two, we are very good at wasting time. Do you have and... any parting words, my good friend? Uh, uh, my parting word for this week is going to be uh, hippopotamus. Hippopotamus, got it. You guys, you guys know what a hippopotamus is. Hopefully, you know how to spell it. 
Hopefully you'd like one for Christmas. And that is going to be all she wrote. So, guys, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. Thank you for listening to all of the multitude of lessons and the two major overarching lessons from Travis and I. Again, this is episode 15. We're excited to be here and we're excited to keep continuing on doing these little fun recordings and podcasts and so on and so forth. As always, make sure you are interacting with us on Twitter. We are at MasterfulPod over on Twitter, where you can also find Travis and I's Twitter. We're also retweeting some things, doing all that sort of stuff. Uh, Also, be sure to catch up with Travis and I on Twitch. We are both on Twitch, and I think I've started including those links in the descriptions uh, and also maybe on Twitter and and some other places. But uh, come and hang out in our Twitch channels. You'll see Travis playing Metal Gear Solid, which is going to be super fun. We all have to hold him to that. Uh, you come over to my Twitch channel and you'll probably see me honestly playing with Travis, whether it's Halo or Call of Duty or Among Us or whatever. Uh, you'll you'll see me just kind of hanging out and playing. So uh, definitely interact with us. Definitely chat with us. Tell us what you thought about the episode. Tell us what your favorite candies are. We'll rank those in the next episode. And uh, we absolutely appreciate you listening. So thank you guys so much. This is episode 15. I am Chris. That is Travis. And we will see you guys in the next one. Peace. Masterful, aka Bowling.